for this! Yo, yo, yo. Aiden, do the thing. What's good, creamers? What's good, creamers? Welcome back. Episode 159 of the Half and Half podcast. As usual, it is I, Vasanth Ramdas, joined by my animated but now live action co-host, Aiden Mangan. That was a stretch if I've ever heard one, but okay. <laughs> I mean, I could have just called you animated, but you are yeah. simply not animated right now, if we're being real. That's fair. That's fair. Subdued. How you doing, bud? Um, yeah, I'm doing good. Uh, you know, just uh, living life day by day. I'm um, mm. kind of going stir crazy. I need to get out of the mall, but that's what I'm gonna say. Um, this man is losing his mind. They're taking it day by day. <laughs> how celebrities talk after they go to like rehab or something. <laughs> Look, sometimes just how life is. You take it day by day. Sometimes, am I getting like too Johnny real? Manziel, am I, my am, brother. Am, am I getting too real right now? <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm getting too real right now. No, it's just how life is. Sometimes, just take it day by day. Um, the suburbs got you going crazy. Is it? I mean, is it because like Brumall is just very like like yeah, it was suburban like family style yeah I, I, I just i just need to do something to switch things up you know i just need to shave like, your head like what do you mean <laughs> i don't know i don't know yet i just need to do something different to like get myself excited i don't know we'll say go get that irish tattoo or whatever right but <laughs> was that was well, that 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 that, that was an idea that's long dead but like helped across one yeah inside you know um you said you want to switch dead. it up i mean shit <laughs> yeah it's like don't go to therapy get a tattoo you know exactly exactly yeah no i i don't know um no i'm doing pretty good overall i just i, just, I will uh, say therapy is good and people should get it <laughs> should definitely consider seeking it out disclaimer. Like they need it. Yeah. but it's disclaimer. funny to say i'd try to switch it up i'm fit to go to therapy <laughs> yeah i mean um no i i i just think i'm gonna like irrationally like in an upcoming weekend just go to a different place for a bit and then come back and be like that was fun i guess i don't know i need to do something you know well i keep getting these valley forge ads when i watch it so maybe you should go to valley forge yeah i i live right next to it (laughs) (laughs) exactly might as well i've i've been there (laughs) um i appreciate that though i i i I basically (laughs) live there um yeah i don't know just let's do let's you, let, that no 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 listen let, that's what, our, what you want you want to talk about my stagnant that's what like the, the, the banter right. could be of us ideating on what you should do to switch it up okay what should i do to switch it up then well i mean it depends like there's a lot of questions right like are you trying to spend a bunch of money to go switch it up because like i don't know you can go to vegas that's what people do with their yeah but then like i i can't go to vegas alone you know i need to bring i mean someone. you can I don't want to. You don't have to spend time there alone, but <laughs> hey, <laughs> what? That's that. that... <laughs> I, I I don't know who I'm meeting in Vegas that I didn't know already. Um, 
but I feel like if I I feel like that's a bit of an irrational choice is just to like, be like just see if you meet in Vegas just figure it out it's time like, to oh. make an irrational choice <laughs> <laughs> this is the time to download like four dating apps and go crazy oh my god uh no I don't think I'm gonna do that um that's that's not the type of switch up I want I don't know. I don't know. What I like want. you go to the movies a lot, right? So that's not really a I switch do. up. And also the movies no. have felt kind of barren, haven't they? Lately? That's honestly probably the root of a lot of this. It's that's a big that part this... of your yeah. I, I need a good movie. <laughs> like that's part of a lot of it. Um yeah, spoiler, is... it's not Madam Web, which we saw last weekend. Yeah, that ripped. That was awesome. I I loved it. Um I, watch it I, again. I was... maybe that'll fix it. I don't think that. It's gonna fix anything for me <laughs> look i th- I think uh you know the, the answer it's not the bottom of a bottle it's not the bottom of a second screening of madam <laughs> you know? it's the bottom of it's at the bottom of the popcorn bucket man yeah maybe maybe um yeah i don't know we'll, we'll see where, where should i go so you got a trip idea for me where should i go where should you go i mean if you're willing to like travel or something like it could be cool to explore like a city that like do you have like a list of cities you've wanted to visit in general not particularly that are in near distance where yeah. i would have to like you know i was thinking yeah because i guess you want to want a day trip because i remember did you ever end up going to visit nashville because i remember that was a place that you told me that you were like oh, i'd be cool just to check it out or something uh, that's that's another thing that i, I would want to do alone Right. This this must be riveting content, by the way, for the people. I'm sorry. This, I'm sure this it is. I'm sure they're at home right now, and they're sending their ideas for what you should do to switch. You know, things yeah. Up. If if anyone does have ideas for what Aiden should do to switch things up, feel free. Like, actually, I mean, honestly, right. like, go like to like a concert. You know, like even like a small mm. one, right? Like a like a like one that's maybe mm. at, like a more intimate setting, like a jazz club mm, type mm, vibe. Basant, mm, mm, mm. do you do anything more? Oh, is this, do you want to go to the thing that Jason's doing? I, I was just saying. I was just thinking that, actually, now that you said that. I don't think I have any plans tomorrow. We could we could make something happen if you'd like to yeah. go out. Well, well, yeah, let's 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 do it. We'll, we'll text My Jason people will talk to your going. people. We'll see. Yeah, well, let's text Jason to you. He's hosting, so we'll let him know we're going. I think uh, he'd be happy to meet us in person, finally. That's true. I have never met him in yeah. person. And have you that either? Cool. Yeah. No, I haven't. Well... I mean, probably like once or twice at Wood. But like, again, he was a senior as a freshman. It's not like him and Larry were super tight or anything. So um, it, it is like really a true funny. blue meeting. Yeah, I yeah, I don't, I don't think, yeah, I, I don't have any memory of meeting him at Wood, really. So, huh. which is, again, yeah, it's really funny that we developed this whole thing after, you know. Um, that is interesting. But, yeah. Yeah, huh. maybe we'll do, you know, not, we'll, we'll talk about that after this. And you know what? We'll we'll tell the people about it how it goes. But I think that'd be a fun thing, you know. Because uh, and also I guess this episode won't be out actually. <laughs> I was gonna say for everybody here, Friday, uh, February twenty third, Philly area concert. Well, like, if you're watching, you if you're listening, you all you to- all will listen to this on Wednesday, so it doesn't even matter. <laughs> if you were listening to this, check out the Instagram at yeah, uh, yeah. the half pod and see if we yeah. posted something about it. You know, yeah, yeah. Right, well, that that could be cool. I think. All right. Yeah. See, look at that. You said it wasn't riveting content. We found a way to make you feel better in like eight minutes. I, I don't know if I feel better yet, but that's fine. <laughs> Potentially. It's, okay. it's long-term okay. investment I, in Aiden's mental health I, was made with yeah, this segment. I, 
I, I I should I should limit what I uh, talk about with mental health on the podcast because certain things are private. But um, yeah, I definitely uh, you know stagnation is just a real thing. I feel like when you're um, when you are in that nine to five life, you know. Oh, I I a hundred percent get how you feel. I mean, I think also I'll say this too. Like, I think it's good. We we've adopted this for sure because I think whoever listens to the show part of what i have been told is the appeal is we very much feel like we have like you know we're on the porch and we've brought out like a third wicker chair and people are Mm -hmm. sitting down with us and listening in and nothing is more listening to two guys just talk about this is the beauty of being able to anyone is able to make content is you can just listen to two guys make plans for a friday night and that's content that you're listening to but again i i I hope it's riveting for people i hope people i'm sure it was i'm sure they were yelling things for you to do while they were listening there are people like go to the concert that jason's hosting exactly jason himself was probably saying that um but it's interesting because like i think you know we do a pretty good job of like we try not to talk too much about like our personal things but you also were not getting particularly personal by just saying things feel a little bit stagnant i'm sure a lot of people can relate to that yeah, right? and especially if you do work yeah. like if you work something that's very regimented like a nine to five or something yeah. it gets i get like that too i get kind of stir crazy especially because you know i work remote right so like one of the downfalls for sure of working remote is like there's days where like i have really no reason to leave the apartment I haven't yeah, left today. Yeah. In fact, I think I've spent all day here. You know, Bro, so like pause the episode, go outside, get some fresh air, my friends. <laughs> but uh, you know what yeah. I mean. And sometimes those days can like string together, and you end up at this place where you're like there is like a a restlessness in you where it's like I gotta go. I feel like I should do something. Yeah, but yeah, you know, yeah, that's kind of right. Um, that's kind of about right. Um. Yeah, it's just, uh, you know, it's. I, I think here's what I would say as a man who lives alone without a significant other that... Or um, a pet even, right? Or a pet, yeah, I have no pets because of the, the rules of the apartment. Um, it's very easy to get into routines with things, you know, mm-hmm. where you're just like, oh, yeah, I go to a movie twice a week. I play X amount of video games. I watch X amount of TV and you kind of just fall into those things mm-hmm. and also working out. I've added that to my routine though, where I haven't given up on that. Positive yet. ad. Yeah. Positive ad. Yeah. <laughs> You're like the rest. Those were negative. No, I mean, I, I do. You're like two movies. That's way too many. <laughs> I don't know what two movies you're seeing at this point, but like very, very bad ones. And you know, there might be a cinephile on the way about that. I, I need to sit down and record that. Speaking um, of Jason, that challenge is still on the table, brother. Challenge is on the table. I do by December I, 25th. I, I am, I do want to do that. I do want to have 10 episodes done. Um, I, yeah, I, it's just like when, when you are in a situation where basically you do live in that kind of solitude, you know. It's nice to an extent, but also it does uh, lead to stagnation sometimes because it's not like I have random conversations with a roommate in the middle of the night to break up my night. True. Yeah. It's not like I have, um, you know, I don't have a girlfriend that I can go and just be like, hey, let's just do something. No, whatever. Come over. I'll come over. Whatever. Um, So, you know, it's just like sometimes just get bored. You just get bored for a period of time. You just kind of figure out, like, well, no, what's going to, like, not make me bored? Yeah. No, and I think it can happen to anyone, right? I mean, even, you know, I live with Elisa, but 
I'm sure she feels this way too, because like with her, you know, she's studying for her first board exam, like that's yeah. super routine. Right. So like, I, yeah, it is nice. Like I can like talk to her periodically throughout the day, but I'm working, she's studying until kind of late. And I think she's even feeling that where it's like, God, I have to get up and do it again tomorrow. The exact same yeah. thing. So, but to be, to be fair, I, I will say there's a difference between me being like, I don't know what's going to be interesting to me. And Elisa's like, I have a soul-crushing amount of work and stress on me. Oh, I mean, absolutely. <laughs> those she's those got are it. very different. Those are I mean, very yeah. different. I will yeah. admit that she's got it worse than I do. But, like, you know, that doesn't mean you can't complain. You yeah, know? of course. Of course. Uh, uh, yeah, no, that makes sense. But, you know, uh, if you were going to say that, like, you've gotten bored, I was going to be like, I'm going to tell Elisa. <laughs> no, I've been doing okay. I've been I'm trying I'm to playing. do things to keep myself entertained yeah. uh when i was i forget how old i was probably like late middle school maybe early high school i mm -hmm. like what i like took guitar lessons and i got like beginner competent like i was still a beginner but i was like competent enough and i could like i remember vividly like i learned how to play a hall of fame by the script <laughs> that is a very 2012 choice for a song right there nice yeah nice. right Take y'all yeah. back. What y'all know about the yeah. script? <laughs> yeah, the real kings of rock. The script. <laughs> it's you know, if honestly, without the Top Gun Maverick hit, One Republic would be relegated to like the same domain as the script. You see, I I would disagree. Just because I mean, like in okay, like content wise, yes. Um, success well, wise, I disagree because One Republic was big for a shockingly long time. That's true. I guess I forgot how counting. I, I guess. Their music felt like it never changed. So like Counting Stars felt like it could have both come out in 2012, but I think that was even like 2016 or something. No, that was like 2013 or something. Really? I God. I think so. The time is so bad. Everything well, between COVID just became one year. Oh. It, it's, it was back around, yeah, it was 2013. Look at me. Okay. Right there. I remember because um, my whole thing with that was just like, I thought Counting Stars was a... An Imagine Dragons song and then Demons. I thought like they, they, them and Imagine Dragons are really just going back and forth. Yeah, that's fair. At that point, I mean, Count, Counting Stars is better than most of the Imagine Dragons. Demons, is what I would I say. Mean, that was the other it's song. It's better than Demons. <laughs> um, it's Time's a good song. We'll give the Imagine Dragons that. Talk that up for them. That's a total Imagine Dragons victory right there. Yeah, I like Friction a little bit. Congrats. You can't fight the friction. It was in a cool, I think it was in a trailer for 2K, and I was like, this kind of goes. <laughs> <laughs> or Mission Impossible. I can't remember. I, I think it was in a Mission Impossible trailer. I think I remember that. Tom Cruise's effect. A, that is so funny that they did that. They're like, we have a new spy movie, but should we use Imagine Dragons? <laughs> I mean, they use Nickelback in a Batman trailer, man. You know, it's okay, okay, but that was the 2000s. That that, cool. was that was just, an Nickelback era. was just everywhere for some reason at that point. That's but that true. that that Batman Begins trailer is incredible. Yeah, it is. But... Someday <laughs> he's listening to him belting out while Bat yeah. Christian Bale's Batman's looking at Rachel. Could you imagine? Made by a different if... actress in that movie too. Yeah, so that that's Kate, Katie Holmes, uh, Tom Cruise's ex-wife. So there's actually uh, it all comes together. It all comes together. <laughs> but could you imagine if? the batman like robert pattinson's version instead of something in the way by nirvana it was just someday by nickelback instead that'd be kind of funny 
<laughs> like he's just brooding and then you just hear someday i'm gonna make it right but not right now <laughs> that's what he's listening to in his headphones while he's monologuing yeah like, this city this city is a it's a it's a disaster i need to clean it up i need to save it someday <laughs> <laughs> while he watches so he kravitz drive off absolutely Someday is such an awful song, man. We, we, oh, I just thought of something, the song. Oh, God. Okay. You know how the 2000s are back? Yeah, Y2K movement, all that, yeah. Yeah, like, it, like Joe Biden's president, that basically brought back 2004. Yeah, the fashion um, scene, yeah. Yeah. We need to do a classic review of the Nickelback album. We need to understand. Who is, who is putting this on us but you? I am. <laughs> well, to be fair, we are. We have to do a good album for the next classic review because I think Eminem is technically. Yeah, Nickelback. <laughs> no. Not fun. Um, uh, you are right, I guess. So Nickelback is on. We'll put it on the docket, but it has to okay. be preceded by like a, okay. a classic that we would both say we probably like or is at least positively viewed generally because we can review a classic that people really like and be like eh, maybe it's not as classic as we thought but yeah oh that's that's interesting i i i just i i don't know why so vehemently against uh listening to a nickelback album when we did revival i'm and not also, against that, doing that, that that was at the behest of you only you were just that's like we're doing it. i was like well why? it was also it was america day so it was actually an know, act of yes. patriotism oh you're right yes yeah, sorry <laughs> hearing 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 m go a soldier's funeral get, yeah hearing m go get turned ma like an air conditioner knob was an act of patriotism while they're doing the 21 gun salute yeah, exactly. That was back to Patriots. That's okay, fine. Us. We can do a Nickelback next. I mean, I'm okay doing we're it. Doing, we'll do it. I don't know, man. <laughs> do, uh, let's we're, do we're it. Doing it. We're doing it at some point. This episode's not going to become the Nickelback review. It's going to become, listen. it's going to become, okay? Like, you know what you're going to do? You're going to turn this Zoom call off right now. You're going to go listen to all of Nickelback's discography. And you're going to doing that whole discography. We're doing everything, baby. <laughs> not again. Nickelcast. Uh, no, we, Nickelcast. <laughs> Welcome back to the Nickelcast, everybody. We talk about Zinc and the band Nickelback. Yeah. <laughs> okay, I like that. I like that. I'm um, have to do Pickleback, so I'm listening to Nickelback. Mm, mm, mm. That's a bar. Okay. Honestly, if I was at a bar and I was doing Picklebacks and they were playing Nickelback, I'd be singing the shit out of that. You know, you know for a fact. Oh, there's you, plenty you of like can... music I think is bad, but if it comes on in like a club or a public space like that i'll jam out to it because i don't yeah you know, i like having fun <laughs> Mo like most pitbull songs like we love okay we support pitbull uncritically on this podcast but come on <laughs> i don't know that dolly Parton song it's something special <laughs> don't even don't even give me that man don't even lie <laughs> that was like hilarious sample dude that was like, oh my god was for gonna... people that for people have not heard this yet what was it called again was it like what working a woman, woman? working woman powerful maybe. woman powerful it. woman okay it was on his nascar uh indy 500 album or whatever the fuck he was doing yeah what was that about too yeah his track made... it's called track house they they toto 500 and he did he a just, couple songs he just made like a daytona album for some reason i guess they paid him like 
Yeah, the songs there on there are There It Is, which is just him. Get, mm-hmm. get, 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 get down, which features Tim McGraw and Vakina. Uh, Good Life featuring Nile Rogers and Vakina. Tequila. Nile Rogers? What is, what is, what is he doing on this? <laughs> Tequila featuring okay, Vakina. Yeah. Powerful Woman featuring Dolly Parton. Yeah. Thank God and Jimmy Buffett does not feature Jimmy Buffett. Rest in peace. Well, there's, I was, yeah, I was going to say there's a very obvious and reason for that. Guantanamera, parentheses, she's hot, which is a solo cut. <laughs> All right, we might have to give that a classics review in a few We're going to review Trackhouse <laughs> and then we're going to review Nickelback. That's the... That, yeah, the, the, um, but yeah, that's Ollie Parton's song that you sent me, which is so funny. Or the song of Dodd Parton was so funny because it's, it's just like a, dang that woman's powerful i like her she works hard and then it kicks into a sample of nine to five by Dolly she's singing it too i mean yes yes a re- she kind of raps a cover she does kind of rap on it um Dolly got bars for, hold up babe. happy for dolly she's just doing stuff now i'm happy for her you know? i mean it's a song made in like earnest i guess so like i appreciate it, it. I, just... well, well it, yeah it was made in an earnest sense to make money i agree with that sure <laughs> <laughs> uh but yeah it's you know is is this does it give you a female like keith urban vibes it doesn't feel like as weirdly sexist and pop you know what i mean yeah female hey oh, i just remember that <laughs> look man all i'm uh, saying yeah. is life is not a waste of time and time is not a waste of life so let's stop mm. wasting time and get wasted and have time of our lives Look, and that's like stuff like that. That's why I support Pitbull uncritically. Okay. If someone said so, that before I went out to drink, I would have, I would have like, I would run through a wall. I'd have the best time in my life. I would drink Which, more than I'd ever drunk before. Speaking of that, that's a Pitbull song. Time of our lives. That's a banger of a Pitbull song right there. I don't know how we got to this place because we got, I was just talking about how, like, I was going to talk about how, like, I've started relearning the guitar with my old guitar. Oh, yeah. The sit start with the scripts. Yeah. <laughs> we, we clearly didn't have a script. Yeah. We went off went, the script, clearly. This ended up somewhere. Yeah. Um, no, it's not about the script. It's only about you and the script. Yeah, I, mean, I was just saying, like, I, yeah, I used to, like, I learned how to play it a little bit when I was, like, in that early high school, middle school era. And then, like, like I often did, I just kind of stopped playing it. And I really regret it. I kind of wish I kept up with it. But now I'm, like, relearning it because I still have my old guitar. And I brought it back up when I came back to Philly from uh, visiting in Charlotte. So, well, the song, you know, I'm working on my D chord right now. <laughs> nice. Well, the song, you know, I bought that keyboard recently. I'll get some beginner lessons in. Me, you, we'll record something. We'll get 919 back and we'll do the thing where rappers uh, turn into indie stars randomly. We're going to do a Florida Georgia <laughs> line. We're going to be country. <laughs> we we just put out, I got an idea. Okay. We put out a tape, but it's just cruised by Florida Georgia line covered by us like nine times. <laughs> just nine different sessions. Just no, just the same track nine times. <laughs> Or maybe we could do it, like, different... We could, like, make a little, like, a bluesy version of it. Maybe it 
a song. You make me want to roll my window down and cruise. That's an example my, of a that, song that's that, bad. You see, I, I got the voice to make it a hit. You know you that. You know but that. that. That's the example of a song I hate, but if that comes on yeah. at a bar and I've had a few beers, I'm going crazy. There are no amount of beers that could get me into careers, honestly. The hook, at least? Come on. No. Adam. No. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm not following you on that. No, one. I no, no. I get I put a couple PBRs in you and you will be singing cruise. All right. All right. We'll see about that. Put add two Long Islands to it. You might just do the Nelly. <laughs> okay, verse. okay. The Long Islands, we know that's a cheat code with me, okay? That's that's different. you go do the Nelly verse. <laughs> I love in the middle, I love in the middle of that song. They just go like Nelly just goes like, yo, what up, guys? Like, okay, Nelly. It's like it's like, yeah, you're in the studio together. Why are you like acting like it's a shot? You know? I heard, <laughs> I heard it again because uh shout out to Big inspo for some of the bracket stuff we do. Hive Mind did another worst songs bracket, and it's on yeah. there. It is Cruz is mixed like really bad. It is shocking when you with that era. Of it really does blare out the speakers. It no, it, it is shocking that era of bro country stuff like Florida Georgia Line. How bad it sounds. A lot of it. It was a real speaker breaker kind of thing. Exactly. It's it usually sounds terrible. And I get it though too, because in a lot of rock music to this day has a similar problem. People just don't know how to produce certain types of music and they try and do like part of the charm though. Like it's like fuzzy and well, that's yeah, okay, but bruise isn't fuzzy. It's it just sounds bad. Oh yeah, it just breaks your speakers. It's, it just sounds bad. It just sounds, it sounds deep fried. My brand new Chevy with a lift kit. Hey. <laughs> Look at every word is like put you up in it. Um, no, it's shocking when you hear some of the music from twenty. Don't they name drop Drake on cruise? It wouldn't shock me. That's a very 2012. I feel like, I don't know if it was that do. song. I feel like Florida George Line referenced that they were going to do a song with Drake. I don't think they ever did. Um, but. Do you remember also, they also did a, this is how we roll. <laughs> you remember that one? Vaguely. This is how we roll. Oh God. Yeah. Yeah. What a terrible group, man. There's, There's so a very specific bad. type of person who's listening to it. It's a dude who lives in the suburbs, but he's driving a lifted truck. He got on some clean yeah. Levi's, a Carhartt hoodie, Carhartt hat. I, I've, I've been trying to open myself up to genres I'm not typically um, known to be a fan of. There's nothing you could do to make like open me up to Florida Georgia line. That that'll always specifically. The bro country stuff is always going to sound like garbage to me. Yeah. It'll work at a party when I'm not paying attention to the music that much, but fair enough. But yeah, the bro country stuff's always gonna sound. Like I just listen to me. Buck Meek. Yeah, Buck Meek. I listen to sad country. <laughs> uh, Zach Bryan, I like that album. He, he's very sad though. That's true. Mm. Dang, I just like. Do I just like depressed country music? I might be it. Chris Stapleton's not cheery either. Obviously, listen here, brother. You, you stagnation. Now we talking about a sad country. What's happening, man? What's good? Let's just talk. Let's just talk about Trump sneakers. Let's not focus on me. <laughs> good segue, or should I say it's... deflection? Yeah. But uh, yeah, we'll take our May dated zoo break here, and then yeah. uh, we'll come back and we'll talk about uh, former president getting into the sneaker game. I'll be right back. Oh yeah. 
You know, our last sort of thing we talked about before getting uh, back on here was um, Florida Georgia line. And I feel like uh, the type of person that likes Florida Georgia line, right? Do you think they would rock the Trump sneaker? Um, I think there's some crossover. I would say so. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I, I will Somebody... say to you that the Florida Georgia line will be very consequential in this upcoming election. Hey, oh, those those two states are very important to the outcome. <laughs> So you More heard so what Aiden Georgia. said. Turn up Florida Georgia line. Keep your vote in mind. There you go. Wow. Okay, bar. Okay, I see you. <laughs> <laughs> but um, we got we got to get you to record one of those like super corny get out the vote ads and just just like show up and just start dropping some heat on them. You know, <laughs> just like be jumping in there, and be like, um. You gotta uh, be democratic. Yeah. You're shooting our kids with guns that are automatic. That's a bar. You could say something like, gotta vote, don't even gotta mention. I got the toolie at your head like a dentist. <laughs> <laughs> what? Yeah, I'm just threatening everyone. Now. <laughs> yeah, just like, you better vote or I will shoot you. Like, that's pretty much the message. <laughs> You won't ever catch me saying nothing negative about the cops while I'm wearing these never surrender high tops. That's an ad from Sneaker. Wait, they're called never surrenders? Yeah, never surrender high tops. Okay, that's kind of hard. I'll give them that. A low top might be coming. <laughs> Hell yeah. I'll give them that. That's kind of hard. Um, I do not mess with 12. I would like to clarify that was a joke. I know, I know. Um... I'm sorry. I just I'm now now I'm off just trying to think about bars, but it's okay. Um, so tell us about these sneakers. Yeah, so I found out about the Aiden found out about these like twenty minutes, minutes ago, ago, basically. Yeah. <laughs> um, I looked. So I was at work when you sent me the agenda you came up with, and I was like, "Oh, from sneakers." I'll look. I'll look that up in a moment. But I got busy with something. I was like, "I'm gonna just ask him about this later." <laughs> so yeah, tell me about it. Yeah, so I found out about this because a friend of mine, Jacob, he uh, sent a message to a group chat that I'm in, and it was like, Trump's going to be at SneakerCon. SneakerCon is a sneaker convention, and I think they it's in different cities every year. It like kind of jumps around. It's been in Seattle before. I believe it's been in Texas. I think it might have been in Charlotte one year. I might be misremembering that, though. But it's in Phil it was in Philadelphia like a week ago or a week or two ago, yeah. and it was uh and i'd come out that trump was gonna be there and he was like oh he's it's like jokingly was like oh yo you gotta go and see what he's say what's up <laughs> and i was you like, should you should have gone that would have been incredible if you went i i was, i, I would have been by your side for that one that would have been it just seeing the sneaker drop from from donald trump that would have been insane yeah, but like I, gotta does, pay, I gotta pay to go to sneaker con though. It's not free. That's that's fine. We'll get sponsored. It's okay. <laughs> Who's sponsored? Hey, if you're listening, you want to sponsor half and half for sneaker hey, con. We didn't we didn't have a sponsor the first 158 episodes, but maybe 159. <laughs> <laughs> Saying this till I'm old and gray, and I'm like, Yingling, yeah. please. Please, Yingling. I swear. Deep cut. Yeah. That's a massive. Is that a deep cut? Episode. How old is that episode? It can't be that old. That's in that's from 2020. 
Oh God, it is old. Yeah, that's that's four years ago. The song. This how, podcast how is old. Yeah, it's been around since twenty nineteen, right? Also, our episode output is sad. No, no, no. It's great. Don't worry. We're good. <laughs> it's because it's slowed down. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's because it's because we're adults now. You know, we have we have taxes. We have we have a job. That's and actually taxes. I I, well, aside from I wouldn't have paid to go. Uh, part of yeah. why I, on Saturday I like. I went out for some I think I went out to with Elise and some others once like Barnes and Noble and did some like other stuff and then I came back and I had to do my taxes so I was pretty pretty busy jam-packed you, Saturday you didn't have to those things aren't due till April you did though which I respect I respect proactivity well it's because my dad was like hey I'm going to teach you to do your taxes <laughs> I was like, okay Fair enough. yeah that's a very bad thing to do yeah yeah um it's the things you, you, do you want prides in do you want to know how so my dad taught me to do it two years ago because I've been in the workforce contributing to the economy longer than the song. Um, yeah, <laughs> yeah. He he decided to go uh, to to go get his master's in wokeness while I was making the bread. Masters in woke. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> masters in wokeness while I was making bread. Um, yeah, this this guy right here, his pockets they don't have yeast in them because that bread ain't rising. I'll tell you that. Oh my god. Boom, bar. That's a bar right there. Um, <laughs> anyway, uh, my dad taught me my first year doing it. I did it by myself in the second year. First year, I got money back. Second year, I owed money. Told my dad, yeah, I owed money. He was like, did you do it wrong? I was like, I hope not, because you showed me. <laughs> like, <laughs> he was like, he was like, that can't be right. I was like, no, I just owed money this year. Joe Biden just decided that I was ta highly taxable. <laughs> so... Yeah, that's that's a that's a good dad son activity right there. Yeah, doing taxes. You know, my dad he helped me with my taxes. He was talking to me about my car battery like today. So you know, he's really gone full like you know my kids grown up dad mode kind of thing. I'm I'm really happy for him. I'm happy he's embraced. Yeah, him. I am too. I'm glad he has, can do this. Has he has he been grilling more recently? No, he's got he grew out the beard though. So maybe no way, really. So maybe the cooking, maybe, yeah, maybe he's about to start fishing or something. I've never seen your dad with a beard. That's crazy. <laughs> Neither have I, dude. <laughs> that's that's crazy. Wow. Well, briefly during COVID, but. Yeah, but everybody, yeah. yeah everyone did. Even everyone, every human being grew a beard. Um, yeah. Even the children. Every, but, every man, woman, and child on this planet. Yes. Yeah. But I digress. So, yeah, Trump was at SneakerCon last Saturday, I believe um at the time you're hearing this it's probably two saturdays ago but so i was just like why is he going to sneaker con it doesn't really seem like the place for him just because like sneaker culture there's like a wide age range sure but it tends to at least what i see it's a lot of, like like tends to skew younger i think a lot of the sneaker con attendants um yeah and it's about like a lot, you know, they usually integrate a lot more things I like mean, popular culture. It just doesn't I, seem like the ideal place for Republican candidate. I'm going to be real with you. There's a lot of like Bucks County 13-year-old white kids that are probably at SneakerCon. Oh, that, that's actually a good call, yeah. That's actually probably going to wind up easy decent. white kid, yeah. Yeah, that's going to wind up being a pretty decently friendly crowd for him. Fair enough, actually. You know, I didn't think yeah. about it that way. But even yeah. still regardless, like SneakerCon? Right, it seems like a weird yeah. place. Hey, to gotta get, gotta get that youth vote before, like five years before they can actually vote in an election. You know? Yeah, that's true. <laughs> um, but uh, he 
was met with apparently loud boos and cheers at the Philadelphia Convention Center. And he then introduced the first official Trump footwear. Shiny gold high tops with an American flag detail on the back called the Never Surrender High Tops, which you can buy for $399. Sounds like a pair of Jordan's cost. (laughs) It all depends. If you're saying like retail, like depending depends because like they do collabs and stuff but like a standard pair of jays is like between 150 to 200 200 dollars sneakers are so expensive on retail uh <laughs> yeah, resell yeah. depending on how popular like or how rare you know the yeah, shoe i mean obviously i i know like the classics are gonna be super expensive because they're collector's items but, but yeah like if i go yeah. here you know like i'll go on uh, i have the nike app on my phone let me see if i could find a pair of just like classic jordans yeah that, they're odd here they sometimes are not because they're usually sell out but yeah yeah they're nowhere near this much at retail resell 399 is crazy 399 is crazy for here i'll give you an example coming soon are some on the nike app right now air jordan one retro some nice black and white jays 180 wow really these are over 200 can you send me that (laughs) send the shoe Yes, send the shoe. But these are like two hundred plus dollars more than that. But wait, there's more. Not only can okay. you buy Never Surrender high tops on a new website that sells this and other Trump branded. He has other Trump branded shoes, apparently. Oh, really? On this website, but he also for ninety nine dollars. Can, you, set, you, can, can you send the link too? Then send the link. <laughs> send the link. But you can also, for $99, in addition to your $399 Never Surrender High Tops, buy Victory 47 Cologne. That's so sick. I love that. If he won, yeah, because if he won, you know, he'd be the 47. He'd be number 47. 45 and 47, yep. Funny thing about the timing of this. Uh, so the website claims to have no connection to Trump's campaign, even though like Trump literally yeah. is promoting these shoes. Um, yeah, that's that's a lie. Uh, <laughs> also, this... not, do you want do you want to know a fun fact? Yeah. If um Trump wins uh, and becomes president, forty seven. If you take forty seven, you add forty five to you get his age when he finishes the term. Don't check my math on that. He's older. I saw a post. He's like older than Napalm or something. <laughs> it's probably one of them. But, by, by the way, that, that is absolutely fake news. I mean, don't be telling people that because they're going to be like. Me when I spread misinformation yeah, on the podcast. They're going like, to be like, 92? What? <laughs> that doesn't make sense. Might as well be. Yeah, uh, yeah, but he. It's funny that he did this because this launch came a day after he was ordered to by a New York judge. Him and his company have to pay $355 million in penalties because he lied about his wealth. Yeah. That's and that's then, so that is so sick. Getting to ha- getting like absolutely jammed up in a court and having them just take $300 million from you for ta- like basically tax fraud and financial fraud. That's so sick. I I this is on top I of the 83 mil. I absolutely trust leadership skills of someone that would do that. Well, this is on top of the $83 million for yeah. the slander lawsuit. Yeah. So yes. yeah. he has legal debts that now exceed half a billion dollars, potentially. Yeah. Um, yeah, he really needs to win this election. <laughs> oh, <boy. laughs> do you get bailed out of your debts if you're president? I imagine there's more leeway. That's what I would say. These sneakers sold out, by the way. 
Yeah, well, of course they did. I'm not I went to the website, Aiden. I'm sending you the. I'm going to send you this website. Also, right for, this for, for website, the listener, for the listeners, like, tell them what the sneakers look like. Well, no. Yeah, so the sneakers, like I said, they're gold. So picture it. It has a silhouette very similar to like a Jordan One, very classic high top look. But yeah. the whole thing is gold. It features like an engraved T on the outside, like the letter T. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, T on the tongue. And then around the back collar area, it's like the American flag. I mean, I I would pay $399 to show that I'm Patriot What too. the fuck is the strict limit of three <laughs> pairs per customer? Who's buying more? Bro, you got to be careful with the resale market. They're sharks these days. <laughs> like some jays some jays will resell for a crazy amount so i'm getting upset to get this website some jays will resell for an amount that's like in like that ballpark of like 3.99 like you know how much the resale would have to be for you to justify buying these and flipping yeah okay by the way you you don't even need to make a meme for this episode do you want to know why because the top of the website it's it's get from sneakers.com for all the listeners by the way the top of the website the banner for it there's a t logo and then immediately after it says trump sneakers so it looks like trump sneakers <laughs> to trump sneakers this was to designed trump like a, i designed better websites in my e-commerce class in like 12th grade dude, dude like, you could go you could go on weebly and make something like better they couldn't even use squarespace or something to make this no nah, nah. It's, it's, it's the okay red wave that's hard <laughs> oh wait did you see the other sneaker <laughs> the potus potus 45 love that and uh the victory 47 clone wow yeah these are yeah these Five are some items man. are more and get five percent off your entire order you also get a sneakers with an exclusive trump superhero charm which is numbered that is Hard as hell, right? Also, there. the second bonus is funny. Official Trump sneaker launch party date TBD. No guarantee President Trump will attend. No, no, <laughs> dude, come on, we gotta go. <laughs> this pair, these, dude, you these, and I, we got, we gotta go, we gotta go. You, sneaker this is you party. breaking out of your stagnant rut. Is you going? To yeah, now Trump. I'm excited, man. <laughs> Also, do you see this website's so funny to look at because it's like um the sneaker is sold out. Uh so they've got a picture of it and it says sold out on it. The sneakers yeah. are individually numbered. There's a thousand pairs. Ten of them were randomly autographed by Donald Trump himself. But underneath the $399 pre-order button, so you're pre-ordering these, by the way. So you better hope. Yeah, the bu- the button that I'm clicking now, by the way. Um <laughs> It says Trump sneakers and fragrances are intended for individual enjoyment and as a collectible and not for investment purposes. Oh my God. That's awesome. That is so sick. I love that. I, I love that. They, I like will don't, not, they like, don't be buying this and stay storing it. I ain't going to lie though. Yeah. The red wave, like you said, kind of hard for us. That's kind of hard. That's kind of hard. The red wave. But the sneakers are hard. ugly. <laughs> Yeah, no, the sneaker, those are old man shoes, absolutely. The big um, T. The, the big T so on them. And the 45 with, like, the wing behind it. No. But the name Red Wave for a sneaker is kind of hard. I got to give them that. Never the Surrender Republican... is also kind of hard, too. I will give them that. <laughs> 
so yeah, Donald Trump's got a sneaker out. Um, yeah, he's gonna probably. You know, it'll be funny. He's gonna win the Republican nomination. He has to wear these during the debates. Oh my god, that'd be awesome, dude! If he just and he's gonna up. be like, Joe, where's your sneaker, Joe? <laughs> and he's Where'd got, you like, get those Joe Coles? <laughs> you got Coles cash, Joe? And then Biden would just be like, "What? Coles? <laughs> <laughs> I hardly know her." <laughs> I I um I am very worried for our country. Uh, <laughs> yes, deeply. These jokes are to cope with the fact that we're going to have two fossils running for office. I am deeply worried about this election and its results. <laughs> so, you know what's funny? In 2016, people are like, it can't get worse than this. It can. It can. It can because we're going to do the same election two more times. <laughs> It is it is awesome that um the GOP has like such a fascination with this man that they're gonna nominate him three elections in a row. That's pretty crazy. No one else could be a candidate. Did you see I don't I don't know which state it was that like the poll was just like people were like, Can we vote for someone else? Yeah, he wasn't on the poll and he wasn't on the ballot in Nevada and he was going they're doing they they have a weird thing about where it's like part primary, part caucus or whatever. And it was so the people on the ballot ballot were Nikki Haley, like Ryan Blinkley or whatever his name is. Because a bunch of the guys dropped gone. out by this point, right? Yeah. DeSantis, was DeSantis gone. is gone. Vivek's gone. Any, anyone else is gone. And then Nikki Haley could not win. She lost to none of these candidates because a bunch of Trump voters showed up and went, we're going to vote for none of these candidates. <laughs> they he said, we don't, the, we, we don't want these folk. Bro has the party in a chokehold. Okay, got him by the balls, man. He, exactly. Yes, he like they cannot do anything. They are so screwed with him because they are just stuck with him. This is truly like being in a bad relationship. They have literally no way out. <laughs> they have no way out of it. No, they have no way out. It. it yeah, I've never been. It, it really. It really is. It's. It's the Walter White. Like, it's over. <laughs> what was it? It's like you're out. When I say you're out, you yeah, know, basically, like Saul, <laughs> it's over. When I say it's over, you know, it's this is literally the plot of like Jurassic Park or something to me, right? Where it's like they you create the monster and then you're like, oh shit, <laughs> mm, yeah, it's a real yeah. reap so situation, isn't it? Yeah, no, absolutely. They they really are stuck with them, and it's again, I this election being Biden versus Trump was the most predictable thing ever since the day after Biden became president because oh, almost yeah, Trump's revenge tour was gonna happen. yeah, almost immediately Trump was basically going out there like, I might run again and I was like, he's gonna run again and he was like, I'm running again and I was like, yeah, he's gonna get the nomination. He's like, I got the nomination. I was like, yeah, duh <laughs> yeah, um, I think what yeah, do you think is still, actually gonna happen? I think like, Biden. he's gonna run easily though yeah. Yeah, I okay. Do you want do you want me to see how this plays out, or do you want like you want my opinion of how it plays out? Yeah, because I, I, I trust think, your opinion on this. Yeah, because I I've been fairly accurate with elections in the past, like eight, like not four to flex, Aiden. His his election parlays look pretty good. Yeah, I mean, I I I called like the the quote unquote red wave of twenty twenty two being they didn't have the shoes, man. Yeah, I was like, these candidates are terrible. They're not going to win. They weren't um, wearing the kicks. It must yeah, be the exactly. shoes. Must be the shoes. Uh, I think you're going to see Trump leading in a lot of the polls before we actually get to the head-to-head. Once the head-to-head happens and the media actually starts covering him again, 
because he's getting protected by the fact that the media is going super hard on like the Biden age stuff. I think what you're going to have is you'll see it become a lot closer just because people will get reminded like, why did we get rid of that Trump guy? And then they'll see him open his mouth like, that's why we got rid of that Trump guy. It'll <laughs> get closer and closer. There'll be a totally embarrassing debate at one point where both sides are left just looking horrendous. It feels like and you're watching I a think, retirement home or something. Like yeah. It's like the big brother house, but it's a retirement home, and you're just watching the camera footage. Yeah, literally, yeah. And let me see the 2020 election app real quick. I think, um, I think the 2020 map is going to be pretty similar to the 2024 one, except I'm going to say that Trump wins Arizona as well. Um, <laughs> you got the sun you got the yeah. desert but outside of that i don't see him flip like i don't see him flip in pennsylvania he's not going to flip new york california obviously georgia mm, eh, maybe i think you think I voter think, apathy has any impact like it did in 2016 voter apathy does have impact we'll see how how big it is at least I, I, young I think, people i think the young demographic uh, our demographic basically does not seem particularly motivated to vote. Yeah, it's it's because young people haven't realized that there's no such thing as a good president yet. <laughs> I mean, that's kind of lame, to, though, right? I mean, like the fact that it is it's it sucks, but it's, it's it's the facts. Like it's just there's not real. Like this is how most elections go. It's just that's become more of a micro. Like it's been put under more of a microscope now. I mean, the um, awareness is good. I'm glad people are aware that like. Yeah, you're usually never really this. I mean, this is this is especially you're never really happy with either choice. That's just I mean, this is ridiculous though because these guys are fossils and should not be. Of like, course, yeah, of course. Um, but, you know, I think yeah, I, I will think say my turn, turnout turnout will be lower than 2020. I think the electoral margin will be very close. I think it'll be slightly more in, in Trump's favor than it was in 2020. But not enough to actually win him the election. You're not, I, I don't think you're election. seeing the mobilization effort that you. I don't think you, I don't think I'm going to see the mobilization. Yeah, I will say I think a lot of the young people who don't abstain obviously will probably still vote for Biden because it's like the whole lesser of two evils decision. And in Trump, Hillary, Trump was still a character, but I guess his evil was less pronounced. But now we're post the COVID debacle, the January sixth incident the steal the vote incident like we're post a lot of very public failings yeah. as a leader yeah biden is not a great public leader either or not a great president at all but you know what i mean like i think that might okay but what wouldn't it be really funny if i'm wrong and then the map is like the same as 2020 but then biden also flips florida <laughs> <laughs> that'd be really funny. funny that'd be really funny <laughs> like, i like, be like to, Joe. because well, actually, Dog. if Trump wins, I need them yeah. to recreate the picture of like Jordan holding the trophy and crying, but it's like Trump wearing the never surrender high tops. Yeah. While holding like a, a gold worked all my life for this. <laughs> We're wearing like a snap bag with like the Mitchell and Ness old school print of like, you know, Absolutely. President 47, 2024. Absolutely. By the way, I, I, my controversial opinion is like, I like the electoral college in concept. Um, but it is kind of lame that every election comes down to like five states. <laughs> there's no parody in the league anymore. There's no par There's no parody <laughs> in this league. You're right. Exactly. What happened to the game I love? What happened What's to the, the game dude I love? Who operates the in, touch let me board? tell you, 
These, these, oh yeah, that, um, like Andy King or something. I don't know. Yeah, um, he's watching the electoral map and he's got yeah. things to Mark Jackson. What happened to the game I love? Yeah. And let me tell you something about, like, clearly from this nomination process, these young guys just don't play the same as the old guys, you know? They don't play at that same level that they play. <laughs> I need someone to do, like, if Trump didn't get the Republican nom, though, I kind of wish yeah. he did it because I was not just I, 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 I was just saying you kind of. No, 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 no. But here's the thing. I wish he did it. But like, I Vassan, also wish Vassan he... has been put on record as being like, I could go either way. <laughs> no, I was going to say, I wish he did it, though, because he, I totally could have seen him doing the Teddy Roosevelt. I'm starting. He would have. He would have. He would have. He would have. So funny. <laughs> He would have he would have started probably the Trump party because branding or the MAGA party. It would have been MAGA party. And MAGA party with the sneaks. With the sneaks, yeah. And, and the cologne. <laughs> that was you got some you know miles on that delivery right there. Cologne. And the cologne. Um I I I yeah, I think um I think uh I think uh I don't know what I was gonna say. Oh, I got it. I think he would if they if he had run third party he would have pulled like twenty percent something like that and then the other Republican pull like twenty twenty five percent and mean, then all but Biden and then it would have been entire the map would have been the bluest you've ever seen <laughs> U S would have been extra depressed my brother like <laughs> it would have been it would have been hilarious I do wish that that happens. It would yeah, be so I, that's what I that's what I was trying to get at. Like, like I yeah. wish he did get the nomination because he's awful, but also because that would have been hilarious. But it, it would it would have been it would have been the reverse of like Reagan versus uh Walter Mondale, where it was like all red, and then there's just like Minnesota. Um, yeah, basically. Right? Yeah, I mean, that, that's you've, thing, right? see, you've seen that you've seen that map before, right? Yes, the yeah the regular yeah. election map, electoral yeah. map. His his reelection one is absolutely insane. It's just it Minnesota is. and then DC and then that's it. And I hate doing this because politics. I will say local yeah. politics really matters. I think that's where you've got to direct a lot more of your attention as an individual because like national politics is such a shit show at this point. Sure, I mean I I do think that national politics are also important too because I mean clearly they they important. got they got control of the new code so. No, they don't. It's not like it. I'm not saying it doesn't matter. But if yeah. you ever feel like, because a lot of people feel very helpless, right? Because we're yeah, we're yeah. literally we're talking about politics like it's WWE. Because there ain't nothing else to talk about. Because re the reality is, you're gonna have to vote between two 80 year old men. Yeah. So yeah. like, you know, if some people are like, oh well, my vote doesn't matter. But your votes definitely matter at a local level. Yeah, they do. Absolutely. Regardless, obviously nationally, yes, they matter because you know, Congress passing policy or you know international policy or supreme court rulings all of that matters obviously but i'm just saying yeah. like if you feel like you're not able to like do anything you can do a lot at a local level even from a voting perspective so if you feel kind of apathetic i would encourage you to look into your local elections and at least you know kind of maybe that at least makes you feel like mm. you should be more involved. You know what I mean? Cause like I get not feeling very involved nationally because it's a bigger scale and it's also bigger morons maybe. <laughs> so yeah. yeah. You see, I, this Vasanth mixing the comedy with the politics. That's why we call him Vasanth John Stewart Ramdas right here. Let me <laughs> what? No, no nickname of Vasanth. No nickname. Vasanth John Stewart Ramdas. Many are calling me this. Many of many have called him this. Did you see that that a bunch of like you know people who call themselves liberal on Twitter were like mad because John Stewart called like he made fun of Joe Biden for being old. 
And like, yeah, I mean, like, duh. Like, you know he is. What can you say about that? Y'all can't be getting mad about that shit. We know he's yeah, cognitively we know he's declined. Like, come on. To, to, to be in denial of that, that's just denying reality. This election is really, like, it, it really is Shaq on the Celtics. Shaq <laughs> on the Celtics versus, uh, Who's like, Andre Washington? Drummond current day. Andre Drummond still rebounded the hell out of the ball. Don't you disrespect my back? Okay, center. fair, fair. My, my, okay, fair, fair. I forgot he was on the Bulls. That's right. Who's like a who was like really ring cha- like like uh, Tracy McGrady on the Spurs or something? McGrady, mm, but yo, Prime McGrady was different. That's what I'm saying. This Spurs yeah, Prime McGrady was different. Yeah, we got Spurs McGrady and Celtics Shaq. We've got Coughing <laughs> Baby versus Coughing Baby. Absolutely. But, right, well, um. We were getting animated yeah. about politics, but we can like r- we can wrap this up with like a short. The segment doesn't have to take too long. Okay, well, well, have... there was a segue right there. You said we get animated about politics. That's what I was saying. That's what I was. Getting. Oh, oh, okay. I thought you were just like okay. My bad. I ruined your segue. Try it again. Sorry. <laughs> let's run it back. We got some time, so we'll wrap it up. We were getting animated about politics, so let's talk about animation. There we go. All right. Sorry, I ruined your. Yes, I ruined your segue. So we're recording this on what is it, February twenty second? Yes. Yeah. So uh we should we should probably just cut to a new call, in my opinion. If we're gonna You think so? Yeah, I mean there's eight minutes on this call and then like this topic will take longer. So it's like and then we can I think I think it's a good idea to do the next one. I've also just burned twenty seconds by doing this. Okay, so time <laughs> is always running out. So we will yeah. be back after a short break and we'll talk about this next topic and wrap up the show. Okay, and we're back. I'll do this subway for a third time. Third time's the charm. You do things in threes, you know, rule of threes, yeah. all of that. We yeah. We're getting animated talking about politics. So let's talk about animation. There we go. So we are currently recording this on Thursday, February 22nd. And as of today, Avatar The Last Airbender, the live action adaptation produced by Netflix, is out. We are not going to be talking about this adaptation because neither of us have watched it. No. Right? No. Now, all eight episodes for season one are out, I believe, already. But we haven't watched it. Uh, the tomato meter score on Rotten Tomatoes is interesting because it's kind of like... It, it, it suggests a kind of a mixed perception. It's been oscillating between like 58 and 60 something like low 60s yeah for like throughout the day right now it's actually a 59 percent but fan rating i i i, I want to call i want to caution people that tv critics are incredibly easy to please so i don't take that as a good sign <laughs> but it is 59 percent, which is not great yeah. uh, technically rotten by rotten tomato standards and then 76 yeah. percent on the audience score we're not going to actually talk about the show because we haven't watched it rather i want to talk about why and everyone, look, the answer is money. So if you're going to sit at home and yell out money the minute I ask this question, you're right. But, like, really, what is the reason we so feel the need to adapt animated properties into live action? It, and here's... Go ahead. Yeah. I was just say, it's a fascinating thing, too, because it seems like studios delude themselves into being like, oh, this is, like, the next big thing. But it's it's rarely ever worked. I mean, even Disney, going back, didn't Disney's even, like first couple hit pretty well performance wise? Yeah. 
I mean, I, I is that what's driving all this? Like the fact that Jungle Book and Lion King made money? It's the, I mean, that... generally, it's nostalgia media is like a big thing. I mean, that's what it's a byproduct of. Yeah, people need to stop. <laughs> My personal thing is like, if we're going to, if you're going to make a live action adaptation of something that exists yeah. in an animated form. My personal my personal rule is it has to be doing something that makes it different from the animated show or the animated yeah. movie. Because yeah, yeah. my question will always be, why would I watch this when I can just watch that? Why would I watch yeah. Avatar live action when I could watch Avatar the animation? Which Why would I watch before. Avatar live action when I can watch the Vince Staples show instead? <laughs> Exactly. If you want to watch, watch a better Netflix show, watch the Vince Staples you, show. You, you, have you seen Vince Staples show yet? No, but it's Jason Tatum approved, and it's Vince it, Staples. It, I didn't know it was Jason Tatum approved. That's hilarious. He did a tweet out saying it, it was great. funny. It, it's great. I've seen it. It's great. And it's short, too, right? It's like five episodes. Yeah, it's five episodes. Yeah, it's great. But the thing is, right, it's like, it's like, what am I coming to you for, right? Same thing like with live-action Cowboy Bebop, notorious mm -hmm. flop from Netflix. Yeah. Right. Why does live yeah. action One Piece work? They actually have made changes a little bit to how the narrative is structured. They also did a lot of things that set it up, I think, for success. The original creator of One Piece was so heavily involved in the show. A lot of yeah, people no, it's, involved it, in it, it. It's really good that Oda at this point has just decided that he likes money. That's like, yeah, he's like, I, you know what? Let's make some more money, Netflix. Heavily involved in the show. Yeah. The writers are fans, the showrunner, like people who, and the actors, like everyone involved has a love and appreciation for the thing they are making or yeah. are the creator themselves. And the casting for that show is really good. Like the guy who plays Luffy, that's Luffy, man. Like that's pretty oh, damn yeah, close. He, fa fantastic. Oh my gosh. I, 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 I haven't watched everything yet, but just by personality and the clips I've seen, I'm like, they found Luffy in the real world. How'd they yeah. do that? Great chemistry amongst the cast. Uh, a thing, yeah. and I have not finished the live action adaptation either, but something that I like and I people have said that I agree with, they actually made some changes. Sanji is more of a gentlemanly character as opposed to the common pervert character that you see in a lot of he shows. He is, as he is in the original too. Yeah. Um, and yeah. it's a good update. Because it makes it's it's more palatable for you know modern viewing sensibilities because like we don't really yeah. need to see brazen perverts. Yeah, right. as a as yeah, a main it's, character, it's, not as a character we dunk on. Like, a, I mean, they get dunked on, but like, we don't really need to see that. You know, it's not. Yeah, yeah, we got to cancel Brock from Pokemon, man. <laughs> you know what I mean, Skirt though, right? Chase, I mean, you're a Dragon Skirt Ball guy. Chaser. Some of the old Master Roshi stuff is is rough. Some right? of some of the new Master Roshi stuff is rough. Oh, still okay. <laughs> oh, it, it's still there. <laughs> Watch you think it's over. Except they did make it part of like his character arc in the end of uh Super's original run, which it'll be back at one point. But that uh he trained to become less horny. Good for him. So honestly. So maybe maybe they're giving Fantastic. him now. But like I don't know. Yeah. Well, he's all he's always experiencing some growth, my guy. I mean, you rascal. Look at you yeah but yeah you know th those are changes right uh avatar yeah. i've not seen it right but a lot of people were not happy to hear that they've like done things like tone down Sokka's sexism you might hear that and be like well isn't it a good thing to like remove sexism from a show 
Yes, but here's the thing. The sexism in Avatar is done with the purpose of Sokka is an idiot for being sexist. He gets his ass kicked for being sexist all the time. And it's yeah. done so he eventually learns to not be sexist. Yeah. He he learns that women are also capable. And that's part of his arc. Because he's yeah. very... He comes from being like, oh, the men are the hunters and things like that. He's and very, the men left tri- him and he was like the only guy left. So he's in charge. Exactly. He, he, he's in charge of his whole uh, part of the water tribe and or he's not in charge but he's part of the um he's the only man left and he's he got like a, a lot of like kind of vibe he, yeah and he does a lot of the typical man quote-unquote responsibilities like hunting and things like that um so yeah he, he has to learn that oh the kiyoshi warriors are really cool despite the fact that they're women <laughs> and that seems really obvious but that's it's yeah. a, avatar is a kid's show at the end of the it day and it's like show. a very nice yeah. It's a very good way to show kids like, hey, like girls, women are powerful too. Don't mm-hmm. be like Sokka. Because Sokka is made to be an idiot every time he's sexist. He gets yeah. shit on for it. Concepts yeah. like sexism and racism, we shouldn't pretend they don't exist. We should let them be a part of our media as long as we are making sure that the it, media is calling attention to that behavior and saying, hey, yeah, this it, is bad. Right. It is really funny to remove it is really funny to remove something like that for something that's going to be seen by more adults than the original. This show's not made for children. Like, Every episode's like an hour long. Yeah, kids don't have attention spans like that. Kids don't have kids TV anymore. And I'm not talking about like Bluey, you know, I'm talking about like that age demographic for an avatar show. Like maybe you're getting yeah. into like your early teens, you know, that sort of like yeah. mid-age where you're like kind of in between stuff. Yeah, sure. I'm sure a lot of kids like have entertainment. They watch YouTube or Twitch streams or TikTok or whatever. But yeah. this show is definitely not made for kids with this episode yeah. one times, you know, and also with the fact that you can easily watch the animation. It's not like not there. Yeah, I've heard Bluey goes hard, though. I've heard Bluey. No, I'm not trying to shit on Bluey. I'm just yeah. saying I'm I've heard Bluey to... goes hard. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I was more so saying like the kids who are like maybe too old to watch that type of show, but then no, yeah, young course, to yeah. consume I, like obviously the, the target audience of Louis is like seven and under, probably. Probably roughly, yeah. yeah maybe roughly, eight is the yeah. highest, but and yeah, but like and then Cowboy Bebop flopped miserably because it did all the things One Piece didn't do, which was invoke mm-hmm. the you know original creator and talents associated like the talent associated really showed a love and understanding of the material. That show is a it's a bona fide flop. Right? Yeah, it's it just if, if critically commercially just absolutely flopped. It's a failure of a show. Yeah. Um 100%. and you know Avatar was kind of heading in the right direction. Right? It had the original creators involved, but they left due to creative differences. That's telling to me. <laughs> I I I am always curious about what those differences were. I think yeah. the differences were they they saw the stuff start to be made in live action and went no. <laughs> yeah, who knows? But they're doing their own thing now with Avatar, with the Avatar IP. But and yeah. they're still credited as part of this show. But they did leave like halfway through production, which is interesting. Not not even. I think early. <laughs> like I think it was pretty early. Yeah. Yeah. And so that's not to say that this show that show is doomed, but like it goes back to the larger point of like, why do we do this? I think a large part of it is especially in America in Western media, we could say mm-hmm. animation is a child's medium. Kids mm-hmm. like Spider-Verse. Yeah. Kids like Disney princess animated films or Disney animated films, Pixar animated films in general. Kids like Avatar, the last airbender. Yeah. Adults won't watch that stuff so a mix yeah. of this is one we make this for nostalgia but two 
it's also kind of tied into nostalgia. Oh, you're older now. Did you ever want to see a real person be Aang? A real person be Spike from Cowboy Bebop? Yeah. Here you go. So, <laughs> it's like, did you ever want to see Aang bleed? We have blood now. We're adults. We do adult things. <laughs> but also, I doubt, there's, I doubt even though you're any. older, even though you're yeah. older and can actually understand like the idea of showing sexism, but then admonishing it the entire time and actually having a character grow and learn it's bad and stop doing it to show people are capable of growth and change. We're just, we're toning it down because we don't want to accidentally offend you. Yeah. Also, I'm going to just say some production values just in TV are terrible. <laughs> I just like, I have seen some of the stuff that's popular and I'm not trying to be a jerk and be like, everything popular is bad. I like a lot of popular shows. Abbott Elementary, I think is really funny. The Bear, the Bear is, is popular. really good. Succession, I, have you um, seen Succession? I've heard it's good. I've not seen Succession. I've heard it's good. I love Curb Your Enthusiasm. I, there's plenty of popular shows that I watch. Seinfeld. The Seinfeld, yeah, it's one of my favorite shows ever. Um, effects heavy TV shows today and things that use like a lot of green screen. I don't tough know how well. any. What was that? Yeah, tough to do well. Yeah. I have no idea how people watch it. It looks hideous most of the time. Even, there are exceptions. Game of Thrones, I know that looks great. I understand. I haven't seen all even that issues. Games, it had but... quality issues near the end. True. Yeah, it did. Yeah. Um, but most of Game of Thrones I've heard looks beautiful, and I'm sure it does. Uh but there are so many TV shows that just. But HBO, think so about how I mean HBO is under Warner. <laughs> but think about like yeah. they, their output is so much less in original content than Netflix. Netflix pumps out yes. a new show every other. Week. Yeah, no, that's fair. That's fair. Yeah. Well, Netflix that's no, that's a testament. That's a, that's a critique of Netflix's like approach. So they're too much. It's too much. Jackson Pollock, yeah. Except uh, they don't have the talent that Jackson did. And also, what I'll say, too, is this is not an Avatar-specific critique, right? I mean, like, live-action One Piece, they do a lot, I think, to work around the limitations mm -hmm. of their yeah, VFX. Sure, sure. But sometimes it looks a little questionable. And oh, yeah, I mean, we, we, saw, we saw stuff in the trailers. That, like, yeah, I haven't seen I do plan on watching live-action One Piece, actually. But, um, like, the, the gum gum effects are sometimes a bit goofy-looking. You have to accept that. There's some environment stuff that... There's some environment stuff, not the ships. The ships look incredible. Um, but there's some environment stuff that looks a little cheap and things like that. Um, Arlong's nose looks very goofy. <laughs> but, it's okay to be goofy in a way because it's, it's a okay goofy. To be goofy. But yeah, if it, it totally if it makes sense, yeah, to be goofy. Um, I, I I love goofy things, but uh in fact, if I were to make a movie, I would make a, an extremely goofier movie. In fact, I would I'd one up what Disney did. Yeah, an extremely goofy movie. <laughs> an extremely goofier movie. It's not goofy. Extremely goofier. Bring them back, man. Where the if you're gonna keep bringing shit back, give me the goofy movie. Get give me goofy again. Where's goofy? Don't live action it, please. That'd be so bad. Live action goofy movie. Like the Scooby Doo movies. That would look. Oh god, that would look horrible. That by the way, those movies are those the worst CG ever. Everyone has a lot of nostalgia for those movies, but they're objectively like pretty ass aesthetic. They, and they, yeah, they look hideous, and they're not good, but they they like particularly look dreadful on a CG standpoint. Yeah, I mean, but here's the thing, ultimately, to me, right? If yeah. we're gonna do adaptations, that's that's all, the OG, that's the OG live action adaptation for real, or one of the OGs. Yeah. But here's the thing, right? We are not, I think, going away from live action adaptations very soon. It saddens me a little bit because I think people really shit on animation or like a lot of adults act like it's beneath them, even though some of the best stuff I've seen is animated. 
in recent and Evangelion but... has changed me forever. Yeah, uh, Evangelion. Yeah. But like Spider-Verse, talking about recent properties like the Spider-Verse movies, the Puss in Boots Last Wish movie. Um, yeah. you know, I've been watching the in like, you know, recently, you know, Blue Heron and all the other Studio Ghibli movies. Like Aaron was really good. Did you see Aaron? No, I need to. Yeah, it was good. Yeah. But Boy, it's man, just it was really good. Yeah, it's just like respect animation as a medium, first of all. It's not just for kids. There is kids' animation, but kids' animation can also be appealing to adults. It's what Disney and Pixar do really well mm-hmm. in yeah. general. Maybe not lately, but in general, they do a good job. Yeah, of I was going to say they're, they're in a slump, but yeah. Yeah. And if you're going to make a live action show, fans need to stop doing this. I really do not need the live action to be a faithful adaptation. Yeah. Well, faithful to a point, right? It's some of the principles of the universe you're adapting have to stay true. The way powers yeah. work in One Piece, the bending in Avatar, the like the base premise of the war in yeah, Avatar. What I I am happy that firebending is able to be created on its own, like in the show, and not like the Shyamalan movie where it's you need pre-existing fire to bend. Do you remember that in the Shyamalan? Yes, movie? I the Shyamalan movie. Is it's the it's, worst example, I think, maybe next to Cowboy Bebop by Netflix of a live action adaptation. Death yeah. Note by Netflix is also up there, but yeah, that one's funny enough that I think it kind of yeah. like it's funny the, garbage. One of the weirdest change uh, the 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 last Airbender movie by Shyamalan is already terrible, um, for many reasons, and one of the, outside the weird changes they make that just make no sense like calling the characters slightly different pronunciations of their original like ang is ang i think Sokka's soka yeah just fucking with stuff that doesn't iro's iro yeah there's weird stuff like that but another thing that another change they made in that that was weird i know it's a little tangent but firebenders can just create fire in the past which makes sense oxygen's in the air and they basically ignite it right yeah, I mean, um, oxygen's incredibly flammable. It's why yeah, it's, our it, it makes sense. Not sure. mostly oxygen. Yeah, and it makes sense why if you were to put a firebender underwater, they probably couldn't just bend like fire like crazy like they could above ground because water puts it out. Um, <laughs> they made a change where firebenders can't create their own fire. And then Iroh gets all pissed off at one point, and then he does, and everybody's terrified. And I'm like, how did you guys take over the entire world if you can't they even seem create very incompetent. fire? I agree. Like genuinely, like I like I just have that question: How did you take over everything if you had to like bring fire with you? Seems that makes no easy. sense. Just destroy the fire source, basically. <laughs> yeah, literally, that makes no sense. How do you conquer the Water Nation, man? It's on ice. Yeah, it's all so nice. Exactly. So that, that's what I'm saying. If you're going to do an adaptation, obviously you have to yeah. keep some of the like fundamental rules and mechanics yeah. of the world you're yeah. adapting. You have to make uh, things uh, make sense in the world you're building, just yeah. in general, in any media. But like you have yeah. to do that if you're at, adapting things. That's the level of faithfulness I need, though. If you want to change some of the narrative stuff, like here's the thing yeah. at the end of the day, you want to tone down the sexism or take this out and take that out. Fine. I say that warily. I say fine. Mm-hmm. But you yeah, have I prefer, to replace... I prefer more sexism in my shows too. <laughs> <laughs> no, oh, kidding, but yeah. you have to you have to like fill those arcs, the gaps left by like you know you're removing you're kind of like dulling an arc, you're removing certain content. I you have to replace it with something worthwhile. If you're going to yeah, do an adaptation absolutely. that's different, you can be different. I think fans the I think you should be fans, different. I don't yeah, think you fans who want like one. a faithful like exact adaptation. Why the fuck do you want it? Just watch the original thing. 
Yeah, if you want that, go watch the remake of Psycho with Vince Vaughn. They did a shot for shot remake. That's real Vassal. They did a shot for shot remake in the 2000s of Psycho, except the killer is Vince Vaughn now. Why? Why? It's not played for laughs. It's like serious. Why would you do that? You wanted an Oscar, Aiden. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. But it's yeah, like, so it's such it's such an exercise in like limiting creativity. Yeah. You know? What happens, I think, ultimately is you end up with adaptations where the original creator or the people who have a passion for the material are not involved. So you end up with like a really like dulled representation of the original yeah. material. You went or if they do version. try to make change if they do try to make changes, they don't like I said, they don't understand or care or love the material enough to like make changes that like still fit in the world that has already been yeah you know the way to do it if you're gonna do it is like one piece but even then it's not a guarantee it works out because ultimately there's things you can't do in real life very well even with vfx and there's things that just look better animated there there are things that should just not be in live action i would argue a lot of the bending (laughs) we'll see but i think that's gonna be very hard to look good in real life particularly um air earth bending just chuck and rock to people it's gonna be hard to make that not look silly and the principle doesn't change if i personally end up liking this avatar live action season one if the other seasons end up sure. being better yeah. and liked one piece being yeah. good i, I mean let's think... let's let's not let's not take a like let's be real here call spade spade avatar season one is not like an incredible season of television it's it's got a lot of flaws it's, it's no one's it's, favorite season of the animated yeah. show. There, it takes the show takes a massive leap in quality in Earth. And, and part of that is also because there's a growth factor they've got to represent in season one. Yeah, no, well, yeah, it's 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 the same thing with a lot of shows that in this problem with the streaming model too, where like we don't have longer seasons anymore and everything's like five, ten episodes, is that it does take time for a show sometimes to settle creatively, and that's what happens in season one of Avatar. By the time you get to the end of season one of Avatar. The stuff in the North Pole is incredible. Like that whole battle. It really builds into it. it, Yeah, yeah, that whole battle and everything. And like also Katara getting accepted. Because that's another thing. Like the sexism against her by the the, the men in the tribe too. There's a lot of standards. And uh, the um, Sokka's romance with Yui? Yue? Moon Lady. (laughs) Moon Lady. Yeah. That that like I think they spent like five episodes at the North Pole. It or takes something. up the that last part of the season. It's yeah, that stuff point. is great. That stuff is really good. It's just that there's stuff in between. It's a bit choppy, but again, it's a, it's a show finding its voice and finding its identity. But it works because it's a sh- that season's about a kid trying yeah. to figure out, like trying to like accept that he has to save the world. Yes, yes. He can't be a uh, goofy all the time, and he can't just be a which is sad because he has a. It's sad, yeah. Because he has this responsibility that he did not ask for. And but that's the thing is live action adaptations being good does not to me disavow the point of and here's the thing, actually, I think for a live action adaptation to be good, to me, I don't give a shit if it's a, I don't need it to be a shot. Because if it's a shot for shot remake, I'm like, why does this exist? I can just yeah. watch the original. You can argue yeah. it's updated. Or just release a remastered version of the animation and then go crazy. But like, if for it to be a good adaptation to me, it has to probably have been both faithful in the ways that matter, like as far as like the way the world works, but then also yeah. have kind of made changes that still work and actually make an interesting narrative, you know? 
Because yeah. ultimate okay. reality, uh, you're probably building to the same conclusion if you're following the same rough story outline, but the journey yeah. there can be different. Yeah. How about this, right? A change for the Avatar series. Starts out. Katara and Sokka, they go to the iceberg, and they break it open by mistake, and Aang falls out, right? And in the show, he asks, like, do you want to go paying and studying with me? And he's, like, happy and up, and it's the Avatar. Uh, he dies of hypothermia right there because he was freezing. Baby Korra shows up. Oh, my God. Suddenly, Korra's the main character in the original <laughs> show. <laughs> oh, my God. And, and also, we... she can't fight till after Sozin's comic because she's an infant. So the entire Earth is just scorched by the time she takes You her. want Scorched Earth Avatar. I want Scorched Earth Avatar, baby. <laughs> But yeah, no, but here's the thing, right? Ultimately, like there's stuff you can do visually. I yeah. said ultimately like five times and then added to my mm-hmm. point. I'm aware it's my show, damn it. But um, it's just like you can do stuff visually that's interesting. You can play with like the way you shoot a show, the way you pace a show. Yeah. There's a yeah. lot of stuff you can do creatively to make it its own thing. A good live action adaptation needs its own identity, other than the fact that it's adapting something that's established. Yeah. So if Absolutely. we're going to do live action adaptations, you have to do them like that. But to me, in principle, I don't think we need them unless you think you have a story to tell or a unique yeah. way of telling that story. But oftentimes no one does because oftentimes Inference. you're not getting the OG creator involved. And if you do, sometimes they don't like what you're doing and they leave and yet yeah. you still make the show anyway. Yeah. In principle, Live action adaptations of animated things are inherently evil and wicked. That is the stance. I'll take. I don't see the purpose. I don't <laughs> see the purpose of. No, that. I'll take. I'll take the stance that the creators of them go to hell. Um, no, I'm kidding. kidding. Um, I'll take the stance that they're typically a bad idea. Yeah, they are. They work sometimes. One Piece is yeah. the example in this case yeah. that we're referring to. There's probably others in terms of movies and whatnot that have done well. And I would wager that the ones that do a good job have a clear vision and clear idea of the original story. And, and thus they're per- able to make adjustments. Out- purpose, purpose outside of just money? Yeah, Cash? probably also that too. Yeah. Like one piece going live action and condensing the the long film. That is, that is the greatest. Been... That is the greatest service it provides. Is it gives yeah, it an accessible is. It way got to people into like, watch it. People yeah. People were like, oh my god, this is a cool story in universe. People are now like watching anime or read the manga, maybe even because of it. There's a yeah, purpose to yeah. that. Introducing this cool world in a way that's maybe a little more accessible. Yeah. I don't really think Avatar was that inaccessible as an animated show. It's like and 60 I, episodes. And they're short. It's like, it's like 60, 25 minute episodes. It's not actually season one is longer than season one in animation because of how long the episode runtimes are. Are you serious? Yes, I am. They measured it. They're, they're eight it. episodes. What? Yeah, but each episode's oh, like an hour long. Oh, God. The pacing is going to be hell, isn't it? Oh, God. That's the other thing, too. Like, there's ways they convey information in animation that they just do not do in live action. It's uh, either because I, they I, don't do, like, montages as well, yeah. or they're not able to, like, show Bro, kinetic I, I, I motion. I already know that the, the pacing of these episodes are going to be insane. They will make no sense. Okay. Good to know. Uh, I can't find it, but someone posted it and said, like the runtime. It's like a, like I think it's like twenty minutes longer 
than the live. That's the that's wild. That is wild. That's but it's only eight episodes because, like I said, the live the animated I, one is like long, more episodes, but they're like twenty minutes. I always thought if you were gonna do a, like a live action version like of it, you honestly you do kind of go and not to give any credits to the movie, but like you kind of go the Shyamalan route where you do have to cut a lot. Like you don't need the fortune teller episode. You don't need the Great Divide. You know. What are the you problem adding? is you don't know what to cut if you don't understand what you're adapting. Yeah. What are you adding? Like, I just, I don't know. That's that's interesting. All right. Well, I think uh, I think we made our point on this one. We made our point. Animated yeah, about animation. Animated about politics. Animated yeah. about aid and stagnation. Yeah. Yeah. I guess I guess we're going to do concerts tomorrow. That's cool. I guess we got something out of that concert is it a concert or is it like a comedy event i didn't quite i, th really... I thought it was a concert i'll double check jason's uh info about it okay. i'll shoot we'll, well, i'll shoot him a text too Sam. episode's gonna end we're gonna buy tickets to that and you'll maybe we'll make yeah. a post about it maybe we'll get to meet jason too and we'll post a picture yeah, yeah. looking all friendly yeah all right well cool uh the song we just want i guess we're ending it here right yeah that's the end of episode 159 in the books aiden you know what to do stay creamy Thank you, everyone. Peace out. Peace.